Have you ever wondered what it's like to grow up in the 80s? And he has sitcoms and where's the beef ladies? Then you need to listen in your car or at work. Now it's time for Keith is a Jerk! Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Keith is a Jerk. I am Keith, and I am joined... I got a full house this time. This is great. We got uh, Ryan as always. How's it going, Ryan? Hello back, y'all. Uh, we, oh, Jesus. Is Jesus that Christ. I'm trying that one out. How's it going? <laughs> it went bad. I felt good that was about not it. good. <laughs> Dave, how you doing? Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, Bob, what's up? Bob Charter's back, everybody. Hey, you're being extra jerky tonight. Hey, Bob, Am you want to join us in the same room, or do you want, is there a microphone in front of your face? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, so today, we are going to talk about forced sports. Uh, that might sound a bit off, but after we talked about the idea, I thought it was pretty damn good when Dave came up with this. Uh, so, Dave, this is this is your idea. What do you call in four sports? Things our parents put us into in the eighties. Like, let's do the parents one first because we're on a parents sure. roll right now. Yeah, because let's do it. The track and field one for me uh, has a lot of pain behind it. Well, my parents are always a home run. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you were a big sports kid, though, right? Huge. Um, Mom, yeah. Dad put me in everything. And, uh, Were you a fatty then or no? No, no, that's just a recent thing. Thanks for uh, <laughs> well, giving that sure. recent <laughs> picture for our 70 subscribers. Um, <laughs> Way but, to hit a very real number. <laughs> yeah, but I can't... Uh, I think I had a different pair of short shorts for every sport I played. <laughs> <laughs> that should actually be noted. The, uh, the, the sporting outfits in the 70, late 70s, they were, early 80s. They were... They were uh, like, your, your, uh, your balls weren't going anywhere. No, they were they were locked. No, they were firmly they were on either side, in, locked in by a thin elastic. My generation of basketball players it was in the early nineties. We were the very last ones to have the tight shorts, and like all the other teams had the baggy shorts. And back then, they were wearing like the spandex and compression shorts underneath. <laughs> right, and we were still out in the Larry Bird nut huggers. Yeah, the nut. <laughs> <laughs> where a nut coming out was a very very real possibility every game. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember the nut hugger ones. It's like you're saying, because your nuts just hung on either side. Yes. Right? Like, they just went out either way. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because I, I had, like, this long, moppy, floppy haircut, and people, oh, I was so feminine looking. Everybody thought I was a little girl. So to have my two balls out there, like, are those balls, or do I just have, like, really big <laughs> lips at, like, eight years old? <laughs> they used to ask me if I was a girl almost every day. And then I pulled out my uh, pulled my shorts to the side and showed them my little short shorts. <laughs> and that used to happen to me more often. Like as soon as I would strike out for the first time, you know, like on the baseball team, they'd be like, "Coach, why do we have to have, like girls on our team?" <laughs> like they were saving it until they could see if I could play or not. And then they're like, "No." So then it's doubly embarrassing because I just struck out and I have to explain that I am a boy. <laughs> everything nothing ever really fit right like not even just the shorts but I, like no i was a chubby kid but no matter what my mom was convinced that i was a medium uh in kids <laughs> right. so and like a little pot belly so like no matter like every picture of me trying to do any sports is uh, like definitely got a bit of a pot belly and i've got this little come hither look on my face while someone's taking a picture of me either holding a baseball bat or uh participation I, ribbon yeah participation <laughs> ribbons like i think the the one like the one most traumatizing thing that ever happened to me as a kid in sports like this is like when you're actually trying to develop like your child into being a competitive and like well-rounded like person moving forward into their teenage years uh what that kind of back back flipped on my mom a lot is that she signed me up for uh 
uh, the Midland Aquatics team, which was called the Midland Kegos when I was about <laughs> five years old. Now, Isn't that something different? The Midland the Kiko, I don't know what it is. That's I think it's a, a racial slur, is it not? In Midland, it is. <laughs> no, I think it's like it's, it. it's a, look at this team full of fucking Kigos. <laughs> I think they're I think they're actually still called Kigos, so I don't think it is quite rhyme. But okay. uh, I, well, I know it's what Midland it, it might still. It's actually true. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I I I am about six inches taller than everyone, uh, every other six year old that was in this. But I was because you were twelve. Good, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was at least <laughs> fifty pounds heavier. So, but of course, being being the eighties, uh, swim trunks at the time have not evolved into the ones that look kind of like boxer briefs. They were <laughs> right, still, right. they were still like those perfect. Like they were they were. Oh yeah, they're banana hammocks. And uh, when you're <laughs> when you're six years old and really chubby, they people take pictures of you competing, and it looks like you're <laughs> naked. Were you actually six? Because there has been some um, some history in Dominican birth certificates being fudged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Maybe, was. Dave's actually fifty three. <laughs> yeah, I I like, but I, there's a couple things I was really good at. I was really good at the backstroke. Because you could literally just, as I don't know if you if you guys are swimmers, but you can lie on your back, and especially if you're chubby, you're buoyant, and you can like just move your arms. And if you're right. competitive, like I was, I could actually go pretty fast. But every other stroke, the three other ones, freestyle, the fly, the breaststroke, especially. Are you kidding me? I sunk like a stone. Like it looked like I was like a bob in the water instead of moving forward. I was yeah, just thanks, going up and thanks down. for bringing that up. Uh, yeah, I understand. They call that it a bob I, for a reason. You never want to be a bob in the water. That I was scared. just on vacation and swimming with these baby like arms you, out to the side was very difficult. I love that you embraced the fat guy and said, I'm going to get good at fat. Yeah. <laughs> Being the 80s, too, my mother told me exactly why I was there. She's like, you, it's so good for you. It's good for your heart. It's good for everything. It's going to like you're going to be you're going to be looking very athletic. I don't feel mm. like heart problems should be a thing when you're six. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It shouldn't be. Anyway, I, I just, I found, I found it, I found after like a couple years, like there was a, like there's two years of like a class where like different range of kids and like we could all swim and we were having fun. It wasn't overly competitive. I actually had my grade school teacher was my coach, but then like I turned like nine and it turned into the like, all right, now we're here to compete. And then we had like had a coach coach and uh, right. all, all of a sudden I was probably felt like, like. I was made to feel like the biggest chunk of shit that uh, was floating in the water. And I, I floating <laughs> exactly <laughs> literally floating in the water. And so uh, I, I quickly quit that, but I, I was forced to do that for another year than I wanted to. And yeah, that's the, my, I love first the idea the too. Team. Cause you're looking at that as, as if like a kid's point of view, right? Like we have this legit coach, you know, that's just Stan who works at home hardware and can't right. get any other fucking, they're just like, yeah, Stan will do it. I guess. Oh no, his daughter, his daughter was a swimmer. So I, it was literally just someone's dad that thought he was fucking, I don't know right. that it thought he was. He had a pool. Yeah. That's all it was. He, he had a pool he, in his backyard. He had a pool in his backyard. His daughter was in it and he wanted, and he wanted to be Vincent Lombardi all his life. So he's standing over top of all of us with a whistle and a fucking hat wearing flippy floppies on the side of the aquatic pool, yelling at a bunch of yeah. eight year old fat Midland's, kids. Midland's yeah. not an ocean villa. It was, uh, it was an absolute pleasurable experience when, especially in the eighties when like things weren't so PC. So the parents had a viewing room that was closed off from the entire, 
uh, pool area. You weren't allowed right. on it, so they could look through the window and not really hear the things that he was saying to all of us. And this guy, <laughs> this guy was, this guy was not a pleasant person whatsoever. And uh, I, I'm very sure if I went back looking at it now, and he was saying something like he was saying to me to my kids, I would probably uh, drive my my hand through but his chest. But that's the difference too. <laughs> that's the difference right like no there was no participation ribbons no not everybody was getting trophies and everything back then so he was calling you fat to make you not fat anymore yeah that was his way he's like well if i call him fat he'll know he's fat Sink or and swim, then fatty. it'll make him yeah okay and if i don't go, get him he's gonna go learn to swim from the bottom of the pool i think keith just gave like the keynote speech to like every coaching clinic in the 80s basically like that was very very real it's true. They didn't give a shit. No, sink or swim. And if you sink, then, well, fuck. <laughs> Even the lifeguards didn't give a shit. Like, I remember that. I remember. So two things. You were right about the bathing suits. They were snug. They were And uh, the, the bad part about that, if, if you're poor, it means you're not getting new bathing suits every season. Mm-hmm. So I wore these snug bath- this snug bathing suit far <laughs> too long that had an octopus right on the crotch. <laughs> Like they were probably bought when I was. Uh, that eight, wasn't an I was octopus. Still them at ten or eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a minnow. Um, it's an amoeba. But getting back to the lifeguards, it was just a different time, right? Like I remember, we used to all go to the local pool to swim, and uh, we had we, we had a, a pool. Uh, our local pool had like a twenty foot diving board, I guess, for people like Dave who were professional swimmers <laughs> to uh, practice their dives for when they were going to the Olympics. Yeah, and you can uh, imagine anyway. how well my diving went. <laughs> right. Well, all of ours did. So we didn't have any. But they used to just let this open to the public too. Like, just fuck it. Anybody can jump off a twenty foot diving board yeah. into the deep end. Anybody. Yep. Yeah, and so we used to do it all the time, and we used to always do flips. Well, what we thought were flips, but we were too young and too stupid with zero training, so we would just roll off the end and kind of hope that your legs Head landed first. in. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what? And I specific, you I did remember, the flip on remember, the diving board, is what you're saying? Like you rolled like a cartwheel and then? Okay, well, it's 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 exactly like you see like in the Olympics, right? Except way poorer, and um, it would be. <laughs> Like, it's just a platform. Like, so There's like no, Rio like, then. bouncy springboard. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and with like no Olympics. guidance and no supervision no. to properly instruct None. you how not to hurt yourself. Just a big lineup of poor kids ready to fucking kill themselves. So anyway, so we're all rolling off. And I remember the, the lifeguard, uh, I mean, even by 80s standards, he was a douchebag. I got out one time and he's like, hey, he's like, don't be doing that. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to hurt yourself. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. Fuck you. You know what I mean? So I go back up wait my turn i go at all and i even give him a little look like yeah i'm amazing at this roll off flat on my back on the pool (laughs) so i i i black out i open my eyes and i'm at the bottom of the fucking pool and i'm just looking up and it's hazy and you'd think i would wake up to people like you know whistle screaming and pulling me out i look up and i wish i could do this visually the lifeguard has the whistle in the corner of his mouth (laughs) So he's like this, and then he's giving me a, well, do I have to get in? So I fucking, I float up to the top. He's like, I told you, shithead. He literally said, I told you, shithead. I can barely breathe. I had to roll out of the pool and lay off to the side for the rest of the day. Don't forget, these these lifeguards, they're 16. Yeah. They seemed like adults back then to us, but no. I hate to be rude, but this sounds like 
probably the best lifeguard of all time because he could assess 100%. right from the, the moment that like, yeah. all right, dickhead's on the bottom. He's fine. And like just gave you a look from the like, you know, that's good lifeguarding. I don't have to get wet. That is. And shithead. Great. He's survived. He's good. That's exactly. right. That's good. This stupid poor kid with the snug nuts is going to roll <laughs> off the diving board. <laughs> Because you were talking about the lessons, I, I wasn't even, this is going to be like your 89 thing. I blocked this out until you started talking about the swimming <laughs> lessons. I remember specifically, like, you know, when they teach you how to swim, I've even watched this as I take my kids, uh, but, you know, now they let you in the pool so you can hear things. Mm. God forbid that, you, right. you know, you let your kids go. Uh, and they always put your hand, you know, under your belly, right? And just hold you there, telling you to kick. I specifically remember, and it was a girl, so whatever, you know, fair trade with the pedo stuff. She had her hand on my dick. Like, she was <laughs> holding me by my dick. Like, and I was like, eh, just, and she's like, that's, come on, we got to do this. Let's swim. How old like, are you? Like, she was angry at me. I don't know, 17? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, technically, she thought she had you by the belly button. Yikes. <laughs> That's an honest Those were snug. She could see exactly what was going That's on. That's an yeah. <laughs> I, what, I, I, what, I'm not. I'm not calling her a pedophile. I just remember that was a weird thing that I thought everyone learned how to swim by being held like a microphone stand where they just grab your dick and spin you around. Just point you in the right direction. No, just me. Cool. No, yeah. No. It's pretty much just you. Yeah. Like I didn't get yeah. taught to swim. Like. With, with somebody now, putting a microphone squeeze it my twice head. if I'm supposed to kick my legs. <laughs> now, cool. I was such a bloody wimp as a kid. Swimming lessons sucked. I had to always wear a bathing cap because I had ear infections every three oh, minutes. Shit. Yeah, like it was I just, still, my I, mom still has a picture of me in like the swim group, and. Yeah. Again, uh, even knowing back like then, I look at that. I saw the picture like it might, might have been a year ago. I, like it's old and yellowed and whatnot. But I see myself. I'm like seven or eight years old. I'm like, what happened to me? So I'm seven or eight and should should be innocent. But I am sucking it in and trying to stand up big and strong, mm. like a swimmer <laughs> <laughs> in the pool. Even at with, eight. Yeah, with all the other swimmers, and I'm like, <laughs> this coach had gotten into my grill so hard that. <laughs> I was literally standing there like trying to be straight as an arrow and have no jelly rolls coming around my speedo and just that's great failing miserably right yeah. and all just, right everybody line up line up here yep. all right on your mark get set Dave 20 push-ups go <laughs> Dave cheeseburger down cheeseburger yeah. down Dave I think I had to repeat oh, I think God. I had to repeat yellow three times because I missed so many swimming lessons because of my my ear infections every second yeah Funny you should mention that, Bob. I, Bob's Bob's kind of segues into mine because uh, my horrible experience was a little something called karate. I don't know if you guys had to take that one. <laughs> Ooh. And I uh, I'm a lefty, and I partially blame this. I would. Are I, there I, no left-handed karate guys? <laughs> <laughs> I just visualized There's this like seven. I stayed at white belt for three fucking years because I could not throw a punch <laughs> with my right hand. <laughs> I failed three possible years in a row because I could not just throw to be a punch. Clear, just, just, I think just, if your parents paid the 25 bucks, you get yellow belt no matter what, right? So I'll, 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 I'll just throw in a, a quick one here. Uh, I took karate all the way through. On average, I've seen the fattest, grossest men <laughs> like who can't throw a kick or a punch but can memorize the stupid 20 steps, get their black belts. <laughs> 
and it only at the the max is like four years. And if at four you'd be like, all right, just give it to him. Is yeah. I remember it was my put in the time. It was my I failed twice, and I went in for my third year, and I walked in. And this girl that I started with two years ago, who's now whatever, an orange belt, I could hear her like not so quietly whisper. She's like, he failed again. And then I looked at her and in my head, I'm like, I can't say shit back to her because she can punch the shit out of me. She's an that's, yeah, that's exactly it. You, you, got so all, you got all tense, yeah. oh. but you couldn't do anything because no. you get beat up by Oh, her. no, she'd destroy me. I went to, and if your parents uh, were any kind of parents, they probably forced you to go back and like, you're going to do this, Ryan. You can oh, yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to one meet and uh, I only got in like one whatever spar fight you want to call it. It wasn't full contact, clearly, because we're kids. I, I love that you're calling it a meet for starters. I'm starting to see where this white belt came from. That's how engaged I was. It was the kumite. It was the kumite. <laughs> so the one match I did, I go and I, it, like, it's Winnipeg at a community center. And, like, you know, nobody's taking it that <laughs> seriously. Stop. I've heard Winnipeg enough. karate. Yeah. I go into the, the, the middle of the gym at, like, you know, half court because it's on a basketball court. And this kid walks up to me. He's about three inches taller than me. And he's wearing a green belt. And we've already established that I failed my white belt twice. And he's wearing a green belt. And I look at him, like, before we do the bow thing, I'm like, oh, did you uh, you forget your belt? And they just kind of gave you one? He's like, nope. And then he bows. Like, <laughs> that was his I must break you Ivan Draco thing. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be awesome. So in the, you know. Sweep the leg there, by. <laughs> they blow the whistle and just, like. Mortal Kombat hit the B button three times, just punch, punch, punch. Lands three right in my All chest. Hands. All right in my chest. And like I walk away and I'm like, oh, oh. And I'm like, I start to walk away and the ref grabs me. He's like, no, that's just one point. He gets to do that like a few more times. <laughs> so I go back in the center again. I'm like, okay, God damn it. So I'm going to try something. So I, I throw my left. Yeah, one. Of course you do. <laughs> That's my crane kick. That's my Daniel son moment is a straight left. I'm gonna, I've learned this secret move. And my, and my right was flapping wildly. Chicken wing. That's what they called me. Chicken wing. So I throw my single left and he just blocks it. And as sure. you know, Keith is about like, I'm now so vulnerable. He lands one perfectly on my jaw. Not hard, but hard enough to like knock me down. Are, they're letting children hit each other? You're not supposed Even to. By but... standards, that's crazy. <laughs> and we had these like gloves, but they weren't gloves. They were literally socks yeah, yeah, the... with Nerf balls yeah. in yeah. it. And like the second when he knocked like me the down. golf club uh, covers. I don't know if it was the end of the match. I just walked away. I was like, that's, that's, that's enough at this point. I've had as much fun with yeah, karate. Yeah, my confidence is at an all-time high. Yeah. I love the idea that your 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 sensei or whatever you were calling him out in Winnipeg was standing <laughs> off to the side with your yellow belt, yeah. and he was ready to give it to you for trying so hard. But then you walked away. He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, fuck this guy." <laughs> I knew he didn't have it in him. Just, oh, I told you, God. man. Three fucking years, this kid. Yeah. How- <laughs> How big of a dick do you have to be to not give a kid a yellow belt? <laughs> like, exactly. No matter what. I don't yeah. care if it's the 80s, the 90s, or anything. Like, just the kid showed up for three years. Give him a fucking yellow belt. It, it's been he a made, while, Ryan. He made some of the if payments. I remember, if I remember correctly, there's like only 24 moves in the kata to get your first belt. <laughs> At the, and like, you could do half of them just walking into the dojo. <laughs> He's still wearing his shoes and oh, snow man. pants. All right, that's not good. Oh, he He's chewing gum and on a Game Boy. He didn't fall over. Crushing it so far. 
Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. I think was your sensei Dave's swimming coach? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. My my swimming coach was like he was definitely the Cobra Kai leader, I think. He looked just like him. <laughs> had the feathered amazing. hair. Definitely had the feathered hair, but had like a hard jaw. That's awesome. I want to go to Winnipeg and watch children kick each other in the face. <laughs> yeah, it was like boy sensei. fights before I boy fights. <laughs> I like the idea you get, was it on a curling rink? <laughs> no, it was like a basketball gymnasium floor. I was just going to say, yeah, you are right. Karate. Right? You, everybody watch Karate Kid and they're like, whoa, I want to take karate. That's not what those tournaments look like. <laughs> <laughs> My parents put me in curling. Anybody yeah, these, speaking these of curling, stories? like yeah. really, I thought Your you had to be like you forty-five. Yeah, to my parents curl. put me in curling. We, me, my brother and I, we were two years apart. We, uh, we, we were signed up for these curling lessons every, I don't know, Sunday or Saturday, whatever they were. Oh, and, so and, lame. Yeah, absolutely. And because um, uh, my parents didn't want to, like, this, these were our first, our first year of curling lessons, so they didn't want to invest in all the equipment. <clears throat> so when you show up, they just get you to wear like your your normal shoes or like gym shoes bring bring regular shoes. and then they just put scotch tape on one of them so that you can oh, use one as a slide. slider. Incredible. But, uh, yeah. but both shoes do the same thing. You might as well have had scotch tape on both shoes because you were just yeah. running in place. Like when... You <laughs> yeah. look... Like there's a definition of a poor kid curling is oh, like he's absolutely. got no slider. Yeah, I brought a broom from home. Instead of, <laughs> instead of rocks, they're like antifreeze See, I bottles. Was, I, Curling, like for me, I got forced to do curling since we're like, I was forced to do curling because there was three kids in my grade six class that wanted to curl and I was like friends with them. So they kind of asked me and then the principal was like, no, you're, you're going to go with them. And he was like the leader of the, the curling club for our high school. So, uh, I, I remember the four of us going out there and making an absolute mockery of everything that was curling <laughs> and like i was i was the lead i think i and that's then what, i turned the into like i turned into the skip and that's then when I, as when i was the skip i was throwing rod dibble fastballs down the pipe like around 90 <laughs> miles per hour there was no like draw to the button no. situation going on. I was chucking this Raldus Chapman style fucking curling rock with like, and, and but I wasn't like just going straight and like trying to throw it at something. I had a bunch of flair on it. You know what I mean? Like, but it was going so fast and I literally did not give a fuck. And I uh, remember, I remember my principal being quite like disheartened by our, our whole, our efforts. He said it many times. He's like, you, you know, you, you guys have, you know, it's just you, you know if you take it seriously it's a great game and I, you know if you have to tell someone to take a sport seriously yeah, it's, it's not, not the first game. time yeah. that he's given that speech I've lived, at all. i know it's a canadian thing like a lot of canadians but i was like i've never tried this game it's like archery on ice make the, yeah yeah right exactly well that would i would play i would love to play archery on ice yeah i've only familiarized <laughs> myself now because all of a sudden the last two years and this is a little bit more Canadian. I'm sorry for any American listeners if there are any, but like there are some Number hotties 80. in female curling right now. And not when and, I was there, honestly, my the, the girls who showed up to my curling lessons, it looked like a David Attenborough Antarctica special. No, I know. They were I forgot. Awful. <laughs> I know. I forgot all about I forgot all about the curling terms until I started watching a couple years ago and all of, I I guess curling took something I don't know what page yeah, they got out of but they're stupid hot right now Absolutely. And, and like you know what though like I think it's I, I don't now. know because you're Canadian though like I don't know if it's like hot or like hot for curling 
You know what I mean? <laughs> that would have been right. common. Because let's yeah. let's take a look at where the bar was set for hot and curling before this. Uh, Dave, Schmirler. yeah, Dave, the, well, Dave, the, Dave was the prettiest girl in curling before this. I think. <laughs> look at the way that fat kid's gut scrapes the ice when he throws the rock. A lot of lot of sixty year old principals just staring at me, holding a brandy, watching like throw and throw a big rock down. They're like, mm, that's good for him. <laughs> hey, check out. Check out my brand new Scotch Tapers 6000s. <laughs> I'd love to hold my hand under his dick and teach him how to curl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Let me let me set a little so, scene for you fellas. Um, please. picture this, a sporting event and a haze of uh, cigarette smoke. Mhm. <laughs> the uh, the sound of a ball rolling down the lane towards 5 Beautiful pins. <laughs> My parents put me in a uh, an event called Five Pin Bowling. Oh, as a youth with the Youth Bowling Council, I was a card carrying member for a approximately. There's cards, so there must be a council. I had a T-shirt, and there were patches like Cubs. Um, oh my with shit! With all sorts of different. Did you have to wear the sash while you were bowling? I remember you didn't have to wear. I don't think. I don't believe there was a sash. You just sewed it on the on the red bowling how, shirt. Man, I didn't. Know how they many made patches could there small, be? But they sure do. How many patches? There's. It's a pretty simple game. You you throw the ball. Yeah, they went into increments of twenty five. Okay. So you got oh. a lot of patches. Wow. wow. Yeah, they throw you off if you were too young. Like I get if there's a Jedi Council where people are like. <laughs> right I'm in the in the in the spectrum of councils, youth bowling is on the far left, <laughs> or maybe the alt right. I was gonna say that's where alt right started yeah. in the bowling <laughs> you're, alley. You're definitely right. <laughs> that oh, council man. ran Holy that Christ. fucking town. Did you have your own ball? I uh, well, <laughs> you did. I had <laughs> you did. <laughs> I, uh, oh my god, I'm, I'm, I'm 14 all over again and sweating. I, I think I just got acne. Again. And it says Robert on it, doesn't it? Does it does not say Robert. I'll tell you a little story. So, uh, I was at a, uh, a tournament. Hold on. Please stop one second. If your nickname is The Hook and The Hook is written on a ball, I am going to die laughing. I'm projecting. I'm projecting. Please continue. So I'm, <laughs> I'm at a tournament and I leave my my uh, personalized five pin bowling balls on the lane. And I guess somebody brought them to the counter because I forgot them. And uh, they must have assumed that it had belonged to uh, like somebody in the senior leagues or something, because all three bowling balls just engraved said Bob. And that's it. I mean, <laughs> it could have been that. Yeah. Bob, uh, Bob left his balls. Oh, which Bob? We have 40 card carrying members. <laughs> just leave them by the lockers and they're all over 60 except so, for that kid except for the nine year old kid with his own fucking bowling balls my favorite part is that your parents sprung the extra bucks to put your engrave your name on it personalize it and the best they could come up with is Bob yeah. Yeah. oh man well, I would have honestly at this point I would have preferred Hook alright so Cooper we haven't heard like too much about you any like super like just sports where you were like just not happy to be there at all yeah you know what it was well i don't know we had i i guess the only like i said we had those kind of forest ones right or the ones in school 
I was never, I'm not much of an athlete or anything. I loved like martial arts and shit. So that's why I was in karate and I love that one. And my parents put me in baseball. Um, that was kind of the only other one that I was, I was okay at because it doesn't take much, right? You, you just swing the bat and maybe hope to sit, sit in the outfield and pray that nobody hits it to you. Right. And uh, I, I, I don't know. It was good. I, I, but it was weird because my parents, that was the only one they were like, no, you're going to play baseball. Like I wasn't even a fat kid or anything like that. And I was running around constantly. So I was surprised that they were so adamant about me playing baseball because they never came to one game. <laughs> or it was so weird because no, my brother was the athlete in the family and they, that's where all of our money went was into his hockey. <laughs> and uh, and it, in his defense, he was really good. Right. Um, but they, they never missed anything. Hockey's a 4 a.m. get too, up yeah. to. Oh, God, it was crazy. And, you know, so that was the, that was more my force shit was having to go to watch his stupid hockey practice at 430 <laughs> in the morning. Oh, you had to go to practice. Nice. Uh, well, what are they going to do? Leave me at home? I'm going to fucking burn the place down. Your parents? <laughs> of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I probably did stay home a lot. <laughs> oh, holy shit. You are right. I straight up, I do remember that. I remember waking up one day and like just no one was in my house. It was like home alone. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, except without the, the Christmas worst. payoff at the end. It was like February 13th. Oh my God, no, it gets way worse. I was like, I was young too. Like eight or something like that, eight or nine. And they went and they they went to a tournament. Like it was a long, it was like, it was far. So, I remember waking up and they finally got home. And then I was like, where were you guys? And like, what the fuck are you doing home? I was like, they thought I was at like my aunt's or at my friends or something. I, was like, I just picture you waking up like that shitless. scene in 28 Days Later where it's like, hello. That's what it was, yeah. And the fucking priest is there and everything and he's chasing after me, but he wasn't a zombie. This is like Home Alone, except the parents don't give a fuck. <laughs> they were mad at there me. There was no sit up moment. Keith! Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, shit. speaking on that note, since you brought it up, so I remember specifically with baseball, this was another time, uh, the similar <laughs> similar scenario. Um, we used to have, you know, you have to, I, the kids still have practice because I remember I coached my kids and, you know, you say practice, but none of them show up. Yeah. Because uh, parents have to take them and be there the whole time. Not back then. No. So, I remember. Uh, we had practice one night, and it was going to be, you know, five to seven or something like that. So we go there, and this is how bad it was back then. Whenever I went to practice, everyone knew, you know, it's that kid. <laughs> so they, I think between, like, the moms, they would pick whose week it was to bring me an extra snack. Or, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the thing. Yes. So it, the practice ends, and this is far from my house. Like, if, if I Googled it, you know, I'd probably, I'm guessing it's about, 10 kilometers kind of thing, 8, 10 kilometers, like, you know, just away at the park. My dad dropped me off, and uh, so I, I do the practice. 7 o'clock comes. And even my coach is like, so uh, I, I kind of know how this goes. Is uh, you, need a, you need a lift? And, you know, it's not weird back then. It's, it's fine. He's he genuinely just concerned for me. And I'm like, no, my dad's coming. He'll kill me if I'm not here. And uh, he's like, all right, cool. So he leaves, and I sat there, and I was just waiting. And I was like, every couple minutes, and I know it seems like you're like, you know, when you're a kid, especially five minutes feels like three days. But let me tell you how long another three or four hours feels. <laughs> it is Christ. dark. All right. It is dark, like real dark at night. It's because all the lights There's in the houses have gone out at this point, too. Yeah, yeah, people are going to sleep by this time. So I'm just this nine year old kid. Oh, your dad was even asleep. On- <laughs> 
<laughs> so here's this nine-year-old kid, floppy, moppy, mess of hair, tight, tight 80s shorts that are three years too small. I'm a fucking pedo's dream just walking by, just begging. The light from the street light is hitting your face just right. Oh, uh, they thought you were a trap. Guaranteed they're like, no, this is too perfect. Yeah, no. That's the that's bait. A trap. That's the no. bait car. I'm even sitting here in a little like it's that's a fantasy for those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Driving along and seeing a kid on a grassy knoll, just, just a little ball cap, yeah. just turn sideways, Spitting holding his, his baseball, mitt. tossing yep. it up. Yeah. Shucks, sure wish I had a father figure around. <laughs> Literally, it's about I think it's about ten o'clock at night, ten or eleven. And uh, my dad finally pulls up <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm pissed, but I can't say anything. It's back then. You can't yell at your parents like you can now. <clears throat> and so uh, he, he's just, he, he doesn't even get out. He's just, I go to the car. I guess he's like, whoa, what the hell? It's, it's like 11. And I was like, I, I, that was the first time where I was like, what? I was like, I. <laughs> I was like, what? Look, I mean, I get it. He was probably a little scared, you know, now that I can look back on it and stuff, freaking out that none of, you know, he didn't know my mom wasn't picking me up. He, My mom didn't know he wasn't. So now he's just doing anything he can. He's scrambling. Meanwhile, he's like, they, they've just... already watched Night Court and Cheers. Like, hmm, oh, I, yeah. you know what? I guarantee that's what this was. This was probably a Thursday night. So you got Family Ties, Cosby, Night Court and Cheers. <laughs> Nobody's coming to get me during those. Yeah, they don't give a shit they till LA Law. Out. They're like, oh, all right. They stuck it out for saying elsewhere yeah <laughs> he wanted to see what what bull said next and they probably had a couple drinks and then all of a sudden and he goes why didn't you walk home i'm like it's it's like it's really far i'm like i, I didn't know kilometers back then but i was like i that, that would have taken me like three hours i'd be just walking home now he goes well i probably would have saw you on the way i'm like <laughs> and then I shit you not I shit you not his the scramble next is so it goes well i, I probably would have saw you on the way do you want like some ice cream? <laughs> and I go, like some ice I'm cream. still, I'm so angry and I'm cold at this point. It's cold. It's nighttime. I'm just in a t-shirt and short shorts. shorts. Here, ice oh. your feelings. My dad's like, do you want ice cream? I'm like, where? From where? <laughs> My dad goes, yeah, you're right. Everything's probably closed. All right, let's just go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is no, the 80s. You know, this is before you could get a McFlurry at midnight in McDonald's. So oh, that's glorious. Yeah, no, no. It was, yeah. It, it was, was definitely pre McFlurry. It was like, no matter what, like, you're oh, not getting ice yeah. cream. <laughs> no, you go to Becker's. You could Becker's and get one of those little mini Sundays, maybe. Like a Kisco. That's it. <coughs> oh, that's Christ. incredible. What a good story. So, yeah, that was fun. Yep. Oh, that's so good both sports. those times. That's I forgot about that. I forgot that... about waking up. Fuck, I forgot about that. That's crazy. <laughs> and let me tell you, it doesn't go like Home Alone. Okay, that kid was like, huh, I got the house to myself. <gasps> I got the house to myself. I'm like, I was literally like. Uh, How many times can you run around the fake bases? <laughs> Just, I didn't even I didn't even know what to do, so I just I just stood there in my house for like. You didn't even lob a ball up in the air to yourself and play catch with yourself. Oh, I was so scared, dude. I had no uh, idea what was going on. No note, no nothing. You wouldn't for sure. No, you just like mortally terrified. Like, where the fuck is everything that I know? Yeah, yeah. And and um, I think I called my aunt. You know what I mean? Who lived kind of just down the road, and they were gone too. So I don't oh. know. I don't know if they're at the same tournament. Holy fuck, that was fun. I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, two podcasts in a row with a blackout moment. That's incredible. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kevin. 
So let's go no, then. Chase, where the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> let's go then to uh, some like. Uh, so we've got like our parents forced into their sports. What about like, no matter what, we all went to school. We all had gym class. We all had to like do sports in front of girls when we were like in prepubescent years. Or if you were like me again, chubby kid, uh, track and field uh, was not like summertime. Like when it came around, like I was happiest at the beginning of the school year. I was always a bigger kid. <clears throat> great at dodgeball. Great at uh <laughs> Great. Really? Oh, yeah, I was great at dodgeball <laughs> because they couldn't throw the ball hard, and I was actually really good at baseball and like catching shit. Right, uh, right, right. But well, I was, maybe absorbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, but, but at least I was competitive. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I yeah, could yeah. compete. Whereas when track and field came around, I, I just, I felt, I felt my teachers look. Like while well, I, I slowly like <laughs> everybody went around just- and. <laughs> And I was like a good 25 meters or like 30 meters behind everybody and like trying to walk like, come on, Dave, you can do it. Like he's trying like so hard to be like, you can do like put some effort into life. And it was such a it was such a different time back then, too. Right. Like, I mean, I don't I remember, you know, it's not like it is today where they really teach kids like empathy and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, man, like that kid's got it rough. Like, you know, hey, don't don't be mean. Like, I remember everybody, <laughs> but even back then, I was like, I'd look at, you know, the, the fatter kids, and I'd be like, ooh, mm. you're like, goddamn, track and field tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. He's gonna, do you guys think yeah, yeah. he's sick tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> you're, and everybody's trying to give him subtle hints. Hey, Jim Bob, you don't look so good. Yeah. No, just feeling, say Dave. It's fine. You today. can say Dave. Because no matter what, I knew I had to show up, too, because there's literally no one to watch me. My mother didn't pick me up till like an hour after school. So like no matter what, school was babysitting me that day and if I was at school, I was going to track and field. And <laughs> were you amazing? Were you the were you also the kid who was really good at shot put though? Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was incredible <laughs> at shot put. Like I blocked out like I even blocked out uh hurdles. Oh, we didn't have hurdles. Oh, we had hurdles, we oh, had hurdles. We and like oh, they had man. like but like as a big kid, hurdles are Yeah, mountains. Yeah, they're that's literally like, yeah, you've got a metaphorical, <laughs> <laughs> but like on it, every level, <laughs> I kind of feel like back, it, like I kind of feel like in today's in today's age of empathy, like there might be some like you're not going to set, you know, clearly athletic kid that's three t- inches taller and can jump over those. You're right. gonna, you're going right to, next to him. Yeah, right next to him on the exact same height, and like here's Dave lining up beside this kid, and ready on your mark, get set, go, and we, with all your classmates standing around, mm-hmm. <laughs> and watching this fucking rabbit jumping over things in front of you while you plow through them as and fall over and like you have to keep up because no matter what the most important thing your teacher said was like finish you need to no matter what you finish so like you're watching this kid just an athlete and like you yeah you're looking over and all the your friends are watching and you're just plowing through these hurdles it's just oh god like I love track and field. I was actually I was not bad at you know uh, 
like you know the sprints and and uh, like high jump and stuff like that. But I all hated that bowling training. Country. Oh god, I could not yeah. stand cross country. So. Uh, Are you I kidding me? Cross country? Year, I, I wasn't allowed. Like, that's ridiculous. I was ter- I was terrible at cross country, uh, long distance, anything. I was very terrible at, and uh, I still am to this day. Hey, uh, uh, one year I um, I had a secret weapon, and I was like, you know what? Okay, so the, the meets tomorrow. I, I suck at it. Whatever, so I, it was right around the time that uh, uh, those sour tear jerkers were uh, becoming very popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had a. a, a, a bag of those at home so i took a couple and put them in my pocket pre-race as most <laughs> athletes do and i thought it was going to be like like so i got up to was this, this a uh, tip from the curling no, kid I'm telling- <laughs> i so, have no idea what the end game is yeah, right now that's the so, part from of this- the man in the white van so the, race, the, the race is going as expected really shitty like i'm getting like laughed i'm pretty sure right and so I'm like, but, oh, I, but I got I'm L the whole time. I've had this secret weapon in my little New York Mets tidy tight shorts, and <laughs> I, and I pull it, I, I pull it out at some point during the race, and I'm like, okay, this is it, right? So I'm like, and I I have I have these illusions that it's going to be I'm going to instantly be like Starman, like like Super Mario just ate a mushroom. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say Popeye got That's his exactly spinach there. That's exactly what's happening. So I suck down this little tearjerker, put it in my mouth. I'm like, it'll give me the kick that I need. And so, what a stupid kid. Because so, you waited till you were getting your you ass kind of, kicked. You're like, now. Yeah, right. Now. No, that's what you yeah. do. Haven't you ever you seen can... the movies, Ryan? Bob was clearly raised by television. So, do you guys know how thirsty you get during your class? <laughs> <laughs> so, in, and honest to God, uh, like my whole face just implodes. I have, not, I have no spit anymore. It's fucking phenomenal. No spit anymore. And then I instantly just start barfing all over the place. Oh, that's not an easy out either. That. So I finished the race. <laughs> I have like that it was a bad idea. So I finished the race, and somebody pulls me aside. And like, what were you? What? What did you put in your mouth? I thought it was. I was doing it in secret, right? Like, but somebody saw me physically put something in my mouth. I was like, I didn't put anything in my mouth. They're like, well, you were sick immediately afterwards. What did you swallow? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It was my finger. Not only physically was I hurt, very, very uh, emotionally by my teacher that day. Oh, uh, fuck me, man. The one thing I was, the one thing I do remember about track and field, was, I was the high jump. Um, oh. was always really popular, right? Like everybody gathered around the high jump to watch like the good kids go. Yeah, tell and me the about kid it. Who had, you know, whatever Aaron Carter or whatever his name was. That's the a one that was right boy. before mine. Yeah. What I'm saying is the one that was before mine was fucking awesome at high jump, yeah. and nobody's missing him go on track and field hey, day. Right. Don't get me wrong. And they they like, weren't missing us go either, Keith. <laughs> they were like, hey, all right, Keith, beat that. Beat the guy who just got the best ever in the entire history of school. And like you can you can hear that thing talking to you too. Yeah. Yeah. And you just you just, and the teacher's looking at you like, I'm I'm just gonna drop it. A little lower, a little lower. And you can't even make that. And I mean I remember like I was never even close. You know what? And in your head you start psyching yourself up because there's so many people around. You start hearing Rudy, Rudy, <laughs> and you're like, fuck yeah. 
he can do it. I can do this. And you just go up. And I remember taking that bar off the side of my eye. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, not even, not even like a good, like, I don't even know if I jumped. I think I just ran straight into the bar, like across my face. Not the, not the horizontal bar, the vertical bar. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. And the worst part, the best part is you, you're supposed to get, what, three tries at it? And I remember the teacher's going, that's okay. That's yeah. all right. Yeah, you just, next, yeah, go around. Good on you. Good on you. I'm pretty you know sure. What? I was, when I was it comes supposed to get three high... tries at the karate meet, so. <laughs> you know when it comes me... to high jump fails, like you'd think like the chubby kid, like myself, and like I I knew I was not great, but like the thing is like I was still like I'm – I. I'm an okay athlete, so I wasn't like the worst. Like there was still another kid that was like, he might not have been as chubby as I was, but That's he was definitely all that mattered. Yeah, and That's all that mattered. And I'm not gonna lie to you, like you would think that you know anybody listening that never experienced being like not very athletic or chubby, you think that like I would have empathy for anybody that wasn't very good at. It. I'm like <laughs> you can do it. No, that one kid. Like if yeah. I was like second last, I was like rooting for that kid to fall on his fucking face. <laughs> oh, he's the because, only human leverage yeah. you. Have have at that exactly point. it was well, it i was looking at him like oh god you suck and like yes you suck and like but going back to that what i think what happens is uh is back then we may not have been like you know everybody was like oh geez but instead what happens is then the realization comes that you're not going to be the best either yeah and so then everybody <laughs> is lining up around that fat kid to race with him <laughs> right because you're like okay I, hey hey jim bob you can, uh, i'm gonna you and me you and me? Mm-hmm. Cool. We're, yeah, oh, you've already had a few people ask you today? Yeah, that's got to feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, the crowd just turned. I'm really popular today. If I can just throw, you guys get the, if uh, I can throw one more thing on the high bar, I just want to paint this picture. Again, uh, I'm left-handed, so I jump off the <laughs> different foot than everybody else in the class. So, like, while everybody's lining up I to try and high jump... I'm on like the other side of the gym all by myself waiting for my turn <laughs> and I'm terrible. So people would go like four at a time and like, okay, every turn. Now it's Ryan's turn from the other side of the gym. Janitor watching you. Be better because you got to jump like twice as often as everybody else. Just and it's not like you're in the group too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. not like you're in the group where it's like you feel like you would like have a moment to yourself. You look over and every single other, pe- like any living person is looking at you. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, and he's by to, himself. He must be great. They have to move the mat for you. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? That's so, like that, physically that, move the mat. And it's when they stop moving the mat, they know that you're never going to even... Yeah, being, you know, like, being okay, lefty well. isn't any different, Ryan. Okay, yeah, give us a minute. We'll set this up. They got that loud noise, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as they got to drag it along. You're and not any different, slap. Ryan. No. Go wait, ahead. Wait, wait, everybody. It's Ryan's turn. <laughs> Okay, fall, did, please, so we can move on. Did they ever wash? Do you guys remember pennies? Yeah. Did they ever wash those pennies. year to year to year, or were they just a oh, bucket, yeah, yeah. Uh, a milk crate, like full of like a petri dish? Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sweating and I cannot I recall a single ever fresh smelling penny. Not no, one. I think no, they, 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 all they would disintegrate if you did try and wash yeah. them. <laughs> those pennies smell like everyone. Yes. Like going back into school, like did you guys have in the gym? Uh, I don't know, like my public school had this apparatus that was attached to the wall and it went up to the ceiling, but like you could pull it out and it, it like had, a it, yeah, it was like a, we had a, climber. Uh, we had a three theory, like a, it was a three sectional climber with a yeah. rope in the middle yeah. and it was mm-hmm. like the full on army, like sailors rope. Yeah. Yep. We weren't allowed right, to use right. ours. Now, 
how many? Yeah, we didn't have that one. Oh, how many? Uh, I, has anyone ever tried to climb a sailor's rope when they're eight years old and have no muscle definition in their upper body? I tried. No. Oh god, yeah. It, <laughs> it, well, we used that. We our school was really fucked. We just had like eight ropes that were in the middle of the gym. Uh, that just went all the way to the 30-foot ceiling, <laughs> and you just had to climb up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they put you with no mask. Skinny buddy. But, huh? <laughs> with they, no mask? No, well, they, they were on, like, uh, they were on rails, so they slid across, like, if you ever had to, like, have oh, a room yeah, divider. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, keep in mind, where I grew up, the oh school wasn't God. great. How, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was fucking terrifying, because I was a good little climber. I was skinny, and I could, you know, so I used to get to the top, and then I'd just shit my pants when I would look down from the top. There's no mats? But this was a... But there was mats, but they're just they're just wrestling mats, right? right. It's not even right. those. It's just <laughs> going to soften the noise when he hits the ground, yeah. really. Yeah. It's just, and it's just gym mats and the buddy system. Yeah. Like, yeah, Clark, you catch him if he falls. That'll work. <laughs> I was, that's the day you want the fat kid, though. <laughs> Jim, Bob, you and me? Come on, buddy. We're pals today. The downside of that is if Jim, Bob can climb at all. That's a safe bet. You're good. Yeah, no. yeah. I just move. That's fine. I don't know. He got a page in the yearbook when he died. It was fine. <laughs> Everybody signed so sad. So what about at, miss yet track in the teenage year. years? Uh, anything like, I? you know what? I, I talked uh, a lot of shit in the last podcast about my stepdad, but... Uh, that my mom and him were, I guess, were, I, whatever. Keith deduced that they were drug mules. Uh, but he at least recognized after my mom had signed me up for those Kegos lessons and realized how chubby and shitty I was at anything that had to do with any kind of aerobic exercise. Breathing. And I told him, like, I want to play hockey. I'm a Canadian kid. I want to play hockey. And he's like, here's what you're going to do first. He's like, you're going to go play lacrosse. And he forced me into playing lacrosse. And... Long story short, probably the best thing that ever happened to me as a human being. And like it taught me it taught me a lot of skills that I will never apply into my real life, but it taught me a pr- couple really hard life lessons. Uh, anybody ever played <laughs> lacrosse? It's a rough sport. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. And well, the thing is, I started off playing out and then because I was the chubby kid and I couldn't run up and down the floor as fast, <laughs> they threw me in goal. Goal. Uh, surprise, yeah. surprise. Right, you're the goalie. And but yeah. I ended up getting drafted into a pretty high level for lacrosse, which is fine. And I ended up playing out a little too after I got skinny. But nice. so there's a success story. And it but uh, sure, I, that uh, really sta- I, that really stands out in this podcast. No more of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not what yeah, this is so about. I was trying, well, Bobby, you- yeah, whatever. I'm trying to bring a positive light into it. But uh, no, that was yeah. That's what I, what, the podcast what about- is called. Keith, Keith <laughs> is, is sharing positive stories. Good job. You uh, you want to hold the trophy up to the webcam now, there, Dave? So get, a, get a good look at it. No, the the point being is like what what kind of. Uh, what kind of any like as you grew up like into your like teens like your early teens where girls were starting to watch you sports right like, right like what kind of athletic endeavors do you get into well my uh, parents my parents tried everything with me and like they spent a lot of money on me until like one you know <laughs> easter they they threw a, a like a 20 they were filming basketball. everything on betamax of course they yeah. were. <laughs> <laughs> at the cottage so I, t- I took the basketball and I played basketball in high school and uh, I played on uh, the West Ferris Trojans. And the thing about them is they were like invincible in North Bay, this tiny town. But as soon as we left North Bay, we would lose by 70 points to like anybody. <laughs> There's one and, team like, in North Bay. Of course they're invincible. Yeah, exactly. Like we were undefeated, undefeated in city play. And then we're going like, oh shit, guys, we're playing Kegels. Timmins. 
We can't be Timmons. <laughs> you guys are all watching like proper NBA games in the, like the height of Jordan and Pippen. Oh, exactly. You're like, I don't oh, know, yeah. man. He's not crossing enough. He's got to. I should probably wear 23 if we're being honest. <laughs> so the other thing about us, too, is we were 100% white because it was North Bay. It's a very Shocking. clear demographic. <laughs> but I want to be Larry Board. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So we would go out Amazing. of town and we would be like the uh, the only white, all white team. And like, you know, progressively you get a little. Your team bit... was called the alt white? No, we were the Trojans. There's <laughs> oh, they said the alt white. No, but, like, no that was our demographic. We were all white. <laughs> we're the alt right. <laughs> so we would go to like, you know, even going to Barry, you know, there would be a little bit more multiculturalism. And, and like once a year, they would only, they would only make <laughs> us go to Toronto once per year to sustain the beating that we would take from a Toronto team. Right. There's like it, 10 black people in Barry probably at that time. What do you mean multiculturalism? <laughs> the only other, the only other kid that wasn't white was the owner of the Chinese food shop at Ryanstown. <laughs> Their kid went to his school. He was the best point guard on the team. Yeah, I made the basketball team, and I found out it was because I was funny. <laughs> and uh, the coach literally was like, I just got benched all the time <laughs> and was like, just, yeah, hey, Keith, on the bus, be like, Keith, come on, what do you got? Yeah, you were, like, you were a mean? glorified cheerleader. He's like, come on. It was just, I was just there just because the bus rides were long. Are you serious? <laughs> like, yeah, really That's incredible. That counts. That counts. Yeah, it gets worse. So the you know coach would be like cool all right guys I want everybody to work on your drills uh, crossovers and jumps I see this is how my I don't even know <laughs> right, there's no reason <laughs> jump shot do your do your lay dunks uh, Keith let's get a new tight five for uh, the trip next week yeah, I'd like to hear some some jokes lay off those coach jokes though all right okay guys the red lights on at the back of the bus means my time's up. <laughs> you guys have a good game. I'll see you on the bench. Really? I was surprised that they gave microphones to everybody on the basketball team. That was weird. <laughs> Came to that realization real quick. What about you, Bobby? Baseball. Baseball kid for me. Yeah, we uh, we grew up playing baseball. Man, I, I swung my back out at an early age trying to figure out how <laughs> to hit a fucking little tiny baseball. <laughs> Figured, figured, figured it out eventually. But yeah, baseball was my sport. Keith, I don't know if you can can relate, but like, I like my mom did not attend any of my baseball games. Like, <laughs> and I was really, I was really good at baseball. And I finally, I think I was maybe, uh, I'm gonna say 13 years old. I joined like the rep team, and I played catcher and I played outfield. <laughs> Um, yeah fatty's position of course right like <laughs> and i was a really good like obviously i could hit the ball a long way or i couldn't and uh everybody knows who's playing first base or catcher i used to love when the two fat kids saw each other on the team on the first day <laughs> Just a nod. and we're both like huh <laughs> do you bring your own shin pads i guess you're the catcher <laughs> Oh, you have a real catcher's mitt and not your mother's old snow glove that yeah. she put on your hand. I made a, I made my own jock out of old Chatelaine magazines, and and like my mom really didn't care, but it like kept me out of the house. And I went through such a like a psychological fuck that summer. And then having your mom, who knows nothing, yeah, stop about embarrassing baseball. the family. Talk about because you're in a slump and the coaches asked like her to talk to you. Essentially that while she stands behind you in the batting cage and like <laughs> on the highest, on the highest, yeah, 
on the highest level. I think it was like There's a 75 a, mile per hour look, batting cage. Look, look at the bright side. At least you didn't have to walk home from the batting cages. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. At least she drove me there. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, they didn't give a, no, they I, never once. You know, I was telling, uh, I was saying about, there was one year, similar thing in the sense where I thought I was really good at baseball. Um, halfway through a season, I was 12 and I remember specifically. So 12 year old, right when you're just starting to turn over, you know what I mean? Like you're not just that little kid. You're starting to get some strength behind you. And pubes. And, um, and my coach, for whatever reason that year, he was like, Hey, just for fun. I started doing the, uh, you know, the stats and whatnot. And he's like, Keith, you are batting a thousand this season. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And he's like, you have, you've hit every time you've been at bat. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it doesn't dawned on me. I haven't hit every time at bat. <laughs> But I've been hit by the ball almost every time. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're exactly. good. Not I'm going to the base. And <laughs> so then I realized, I was like, well, <laughs> shit, I want to make this my thing. I want to be the guy who can bat a thousand. And yeah. And so it, so I, I always took two cuts. If I couldn't get two, if I get it on nothing on two, I'm like, fuck it. Crowd the plate. Take a hit. Not a big deal. It's only one this time. This is fine. So I'm just taking one hit in the arm. 12 years old i'm just walking to the base i'm like sweet still there i remember specifically and uh you know i got there and this big fucking kid is at the the pitching mound <laughs> and he zings two pass and i'm like shit i can't hit those and i was like well time to do what i do <laughs> bing right off my back and i fucking dropped i dropped like a sack of shit yeah, the, pitch was out in the, the helmet floor. fell off i'm doing that <laughs> <laughs> The coach is coming out like, and the worst part is right before it, right before it too, the coach, coach is looking over. He knows what I'm going to do. And he's going, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, nope, no, 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 don't, 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 don't. And I'm like, I'm doing it, coach. I'm doing it. And it was that noise. Like if you take a, a hammer and you just smack a pillow as hard as you can, that's what it sounded like. And the best part is that I went up to bat again after. And, uh, and this poor kid, too, is coming over. He's like, oh, man, are you okay? And he's got like a Dominican accent or whatever. And uh, uh, I remember the next time I get up there, I, uh, I, I, I he cuts two on me again. Do don't make me do this. <laughs> he does two on me again, and even he looks at me like, come on, man. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, and I just didn't, and I was like, well, that's the end of that streak. Next kid goes up to bat. I shit you not, hits him in the jaw, knocks him out on goal. Dropped like a sack of shit. I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. This is a hard game. Uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know. You know what? I, I just, I honestly, all I ever cared about, I fucking loved the hats. We had really good, like, baseball hats, so if you had a cool baseball hat around town, everybody was like, oh, shit. That kid's a baller. You know what I mean? Like, he plays baseball. He's amazing. He's got the green mesh back hat with the N on it. You ever have a bag of hats? <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, bag of hats. All right. So, we, um, my family, once, when we were kids, we drove out to um, Saskatoon to go and go to the Canada Games. I don't know why we were going. <laughs> I think we were visiting some family out there. So on the Fuck, I'd be happy if my family left me alone on that one. <laughs> so eight-year-old Bobby and his two little brothers, we climb in the back of the uh, car and go for the, I don't know, how, how long does it take to get out there? Six days, five days, whatever. Oh, sure. So um, we, we drive out and we stop in at, uh, one of our stops was in, a, in Thunder Bay. And we were staying with, um, I, 
not really a relative. Uh, my my grandma knew this person somehow, so we stayed with with her aunt. We called her Aunt Elaine, and uh, right, 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 Uncle uh, Tom. Let's say mm-hmm. so. Sure. Um, and uh, so to Uncle Tom and I we strike up this kind of like friendship or whatever, and we're going. So on the day that we're leaving, he gives me this. Uh, he's like, "Hey, Bobby, I really want you to have this." So he gives me this uh, old, um, <laughs> old plastic bag, and it's full of uh, it's full of his his hat. I guess he had, he had a lot of hat collection, um, <laughs> or, uh, like like old uh, old trucker hats with you know. Okay. Yeah, that was a big thing back then. I remember yeah, that. Like mm. like people collected hats, and they were all shitty hats and shit. But mm-hmm. I was right, like, right, you right. know, I'm eight. I'm eight. I'm like, this is way cool, right? Like, thank you so much, Uncle Tom. And uh, you know, so we we take off. We drive to the four hours, eight hours, whatever it was, to our next stop, which was Winnipeg, and we get to Winnipeg and. Um, Were you there for the karate? Or? <laughs> Stopped in at a karate match. He, yeah. People used to come all the way from Barry to see me fight, boys. Old chicken wing. Yeah, check out the guy. Check out this guy with the left hook. <laughs> um, so we uh, we get to Winnipeg and we get this phone call. My grandma has called the room and uh, and, and we find out that um, uh, Aunt Elaine has made the phone call that uh, Uncle Tom. Uh, during like almost right after we left uh ended up uh killing himself so um like instantly like i'm full of regret full uh, of regret i'm like oh what did God. i do what did i do to like make this guy want to kill himself <laughs> right I, I think it was I think it was a gun I think it was a gun too oh, which makes no, it even worse no. as a kid like yeah like oh. uncle uncle oh his name's Wayne I, that's that yeah anyways I'll go Wayne yeah R.I.P. whatever um, oh. so yeah, uncle Wayne shot himself and I it just why are they of, telling you full of regress, regret well, yeah, why, and why, regret and regret why are your parents I like, why do you know any of this why? Do, what? Do you, I don't know. We just we were in the same hotel room. Like, like I overheard. Right. Was, yeah. okay. was yeah, it yeah, on yeah, speakerphone? Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. No, but no, but fair yeah. enough. No, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, um, I, yeah, it, it wasn't until I got home that I realized that uh, I had <laughs> oh this uh, Uncle Wayne's bag of hats, and he was just <laughs> giving them away. Not because we were friends, but because he had already planned to kill himself. And he wanted me to have his hats because he wouldn't be needing them anymore. And so I, I lived with the well, not on his head. of these hats. And sometimes I used to just oh, climb into awful. my closet and put on each hat. <laughs> And think about how, how long did you oh. did you keep those? You kept the did hats. Did you keep the hats? Yeah, yeah, we, I kept the hats. Oh my god! What was I gonna do? Throw them out? Did you tell your parents? Guys, well, I, okay, please. And I'm sorry. I'm not trying to disrespect this guy. This is just a crazy situation. <laughs> yeah. First yeah, of all, you're like eight fucking years old. Are you getting the phone call as you're showing your parents? And this one's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> and this one's from Des Moines. And this one, this one's from Newmarket. It has a mesh back and a little N on it. <laughs> Yeah, this one says NRA. Not a good moment. Not a good moment for oh, me growing God. up. But yeah. So the Canada games were great. Yeah, it's a um, long, slow drive you, home. 
I got another hat from an athlete out there. Don't give me this. Please, sir, don't give me this hat. Please, sir, I don't, don't want Don't make this. me put this in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wore, I wore the shit out of those hats. I've ever heard. Holy Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I love now, but at the time it was like... Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's was, horrible. Yeah. Just that's so I can paint a bit of a visual, just for people listening, me and Bob are in the same room, Dave and Keith are not. Bob had turned his back to me completely telling that entire story. Oh, yeah. It's like the guy from Blair Witch Project just looking yeah. in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Open up some more, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. So, where do we go from here? Yeah, honestly, that's that's like a, that's like one of those indie movies, right? Like that's like a an, a movie I'd see on like the IFC or something like that, where it's just this eight year old kid walking around Winnipeg with a bag of hats. <laughs> <laughs> like the story of his trying life to figure out trying to figure out where this guy's life. Yeah, you're just yeah. Dro- walking around been, visiting everyone. Done, yeah, now he doesn't have a head. <laughs> <laughs> visiting every this is place a Stephen King like, novel at that point basically holy shit no. maybe it's like a horcrux from Harry Potter and he's inside all the hats <laughs> I'd feel worse but this guy gave an 8 year old kid a bunch of hats right before he killed himself <laughs> or or is it when you put on the hats you kind of become him that's what the Stephen like King you black angle out? Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. Did you tell your parents he gave you the bag of hats? What do you think? I hid the bag of hats in a Pontiac 6000 for 3,000 kilometers? <laughs> of course I fucking told them. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to put myself in your parents' position. Yeah. And that's like, me too. Like, like, I do. They're saints. You know what I mean? Like, they. Yeah, they, but like, of course, your parents are you want so like, innocent. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm not as good as your parents, yeah. so I don't know how I would handle that like, situation. Fucking throw that bag of hats out the window. <laughs> I, w- I would do it like spreading his ashes I would roll down the window And open the bag Have them all floating off into the sky You know what yeah but I'm kind of shallow Like inevitably there's got to be like one super cool mesh back hat In there that I'm like ah no not that one But well, everything else yeah, Uncle Tom, I mean Wayne yeah. This one says keep on trucking Ironic <laughs> 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 Hang in there, baby. <laughs> and that is the bag of hats story. Uh, wow. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, like I'm back on the fucking basketball bus. I've sweat twice during this podcast. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. I don't, yeah. So, Ryan, what about you? Bag of hats or <laughs> ever have any uh, family deaths on the way out to a Disneyland trip or anything? I mean, I got a box full of scarves from a dead man, but that's not the same thing. <laughs> it is if he hung himself. Not quite. Yeah. <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs> Ryan's uncle is David Carradine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We can't we can't end this podcast on that story. I think we can. I think we Sorry, can. 80 people who are looking forward to downloading this. We just ruined a lot of people's drives to work. <laughs> Especially your aunts. Okay, well, Jesus Christ, I guess that's how we're ending this. Uh, awesome. Anybody else uh, want to go out on a note? Uh, Have a nice day at work everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Safe, tell us how you wheezed in a race again.
Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. What the fuck is wrong with us? Thank <laughs> you.